Thank you for joining us today for Wandering in the Word, where we read and discuss the upcoming week's lectionary texts at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota. Thing. Let's do this thing. Hey everybody, it's Wandering in the Word for Sunday, November 20th. It's another Stewardship Sunday here at First Lutheran Yay. Church, so we're looking forward to that. Yes, second and final. Yes, yes, because so, then we um, got to do Advent. Yes. But it is, this in. It's not just Stewardship, it is also the, litur- the end of the liturgical year. It yeah, is, um, uh, yeah. Christ the King Sunday, or the Reign of Christ Sunday, which is the last Sunday of the church year. The New Year's Eve. The New Year's Eve of the church. And then we start um, the next week with pop quiz. Anybody know? Advent. Yes. That was a confirmation test. I'll throw some candy at everybody. But, um, uh, yeah, so we're in Christ the King Stewardship. Sunday. (laughs) Which is maybe an (laughs) unlikely pairing, but I... Maybe it'll make sense. Maybe. Maybe. Let's I'm find out. Confident. <laughs> it just might work. Um, well, why don't we start off then? We'll start off with the lectionary reading for this Sunday. Um, does somebody want to read Luke? You want to flip a coin? Or Ooh, you, some... you can read it. All right. It's one. the Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 23rd chapter, beginning at verse 33. When they came to the place that is called the skull, They crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we, indeed, have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. All right. So we have stewardship, Christ the King, and now Good Friday. <laughs> and Good Friday rolled in here. Yes, this is very, very Lenty and Good Friday feeling. Um, yeah. Jesus on the cross. What an interesting Christ the King Sunday text. Mm. He is called a king uh, multiple mm-hmm. times, but none of it is like genuine. None of it is like it's, it's mockery it's sarcasm it's like this guy's a king of the jews yeah and little do they know you know the irony is that he is yeah they can't recognize it because this particular king happens to be hanging on a cross yeah it is not um the worldly idea of power and kingship or you know ruling that you would come and uh with sacrifice and love and forgiveness rather than with strength and might and fighting, you know. Um, you know I love to bring up um, Marvel, because, <laughs> yes, you know, you like you do. 
because it just fits so well. Yeah. But you know, I think of this like I mean, um, the the other one of the thieves on the cross who is saying, "Aren't you like the the Messiah? Aren't you the chosen one? Aren't you special? Like, don't you have God's ear? Can't you just save all of us? Like, just knock everyone down and mm-hmm. fight and you know." beat up and turn on your Iron Man suit or whatever and like, you know, win the day. Use your lasers. Use your lasers and the, you know, Hulk smash or <laughs> I mean, but that is kind of like our idea. That's what that's what you do. You rule with might and with strength mm-hmm. and you beat beat up the people that are hurting you and um you know, and Jesus here is showing this completely different picture of what God's kingdom is, which we've seen time and time again mm-hmm. in the Gospel of Luke, especially, that God's kingdom is upside down. It's it's backwards from the ways of this world. And um, Jesus is here, um, crucified on a cross, asking God to forgive these people because they don't know what they're doing. Like, well, that's that's like the God that we're talking about. That That's cool. And also mind-blowing. Like, that just doesn't seem right, that God comes with sacrifice rather than strength and power Mm -hmm. but that's our king our our ruler or reign of christ i have a little trouble with king it feels a little funny to think yeah i i heard another word um instead of kingship kinship 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 that focuses then on like the sort of the relationship and it feels a lot less like yeah you know it, it kind of um it's a different it's a different theological perspective. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, so this is this is our Christ the King text. Um, you know, we're going to we want to sing like I think of that song the Awesome God. Oh yeah. Which I, I it's a great song. And Rich Mullins is a great mm-hmm. he died way too young and had, you know, a lot of good music and stuff, but um you know, it's kind of this image of like Jesus like fighting the devil, you know, it's like a boxing yeah. match almost. Um and, you know, it makes me also think of some of the pictures I see, sometimes comically, sometimes not, of like Jesus is this like ripped buff <laughs> just like symbol of that. like American masculinity, yeah. you know, like ready to go and yeah, he he can be nice, but he's really gonna punch you in the face if you mess up, kind of thing. <laughs> Don't and it's step like out of line. that's not the Jesus we have here mm, <laughs> at all, um, at all, um, and yeah, so it. It is. It seems weird at first glance for Christ the King Sunday because we bring all of our baggage of what a king and power and rule should be. But once again, in this, we we see a different image, a different mm-hmm. idea, a different reality. So, um, yeah. What else in here sticks out to folks? We were talking about um, this morning about the sort of the 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 problem with earthly power and just like the person who's the mightiest and the strongest wins like there's it's just there's no end to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that this is this the power that jesus shows by um being humble and offering forgiveness is it, it's a much more effective <clears throat> power it is enduring it's eternal it I mean, what else can they do to him besides what they've already done? And he's still going to come out on the other side as king. Yeah. And, I mean, to think of it, to think of it that way, as I, I don't know, I just, um, wow. I mean, the whole idea is pretty mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of one image is, you know, like pretty much the world through everything, <laughs> all the evil and the hatred and the scapegoating and the malice and the... Uh, Everything mm-hmm. kind of got thrown at Jesus at the cross. Yeah. Like, you know, he's murdered by the government. 
you know, he's, he's betrayed by ex a friend. executed by the government. Yeah, betrayed by friends, all of his friends. <laughs> um, you know, the, some of the women were still there and his mom was there and um, Peter's kind of lurking in the shadow. But yeah, abandoned by, you know, pretty much everyone. Um, yeah, in kind of the worst of the worst of all of the things. And yet he still says, Father, forgive him because they mm -hmm. just don't know what they're they doing. They don't get it. Mm -hmm. They don't get it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the kind of ruler I would like to follow. <laughs> you should. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. So, yeah, good stuff for, for that part. And then, you know, with that, then, we can tie in stewardship. <laughs> Yay. Of course, like you do. So um, why don't we move on to our New Testament reading? Um, Melissa, would you like to read that one? Yes. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses <clears throat> 1 through 7. We want you to know, brothers and sisters, about the grace of God that has been granted to the churches of Macedonia. For during a severe ordeal of affliction, their abundant joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For, as I can testify, they voluntarily gave according to their means, and even beyond their means, begging us earnestly for the privilege of sharing in this ministry to the saints. And this, not merely as we expected, they gave themselves first to the Lord and by the will of God to us, so that we uh, might urge Titus that, as he has already made a beginning, so he should also complete this generous undertaking among you. Now, as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in utmost earnestness or eagerness, and in our love for you, so we want you to excel also in this generous undertaking. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Yeah, so for some reason I picked this text for this <laughs> Sunday. It seemed like a good <laughs> idea. Um, but the, I, I was reading something about, um, there's kind of this little, little thing about the churches of Macedonia being a model of generosity for us to look to. Um, and so, you know, we can see here in verse 1, they're talking, you know, um, whoever wrote Second Corinthians is, um, you know, looking to the churches of Macedonia is like, look how great they are and how generous they are. Um, they've suffered through an, a terrible affliction, which we don't actually, I don't think we know what that is exactly. But even in the midst of that, their joy and their generosity is just overflowing. Um, I mean, I... I feel like the last few years of a pandemic have been a pretty big affliction and um, what a great model for us to look to to think about generosity. But is it, uh, It's interesting that their abundant joy and their extreme poverty are two things that are yeah. coexisting in their lives. Like <clears throat> they're living in extreme poverty, which is a not, that's a difficult way to live. Yeah. Um, and even so, they have this abundant joy that's overflowing and their generosity is an outcome of that of that situation in which they find themselves and I just that is that is amazing I'd be pointing at them too if I had you know been writing a letter to uh, the church in Corinth in these days yeah like, you guys should try this try this <laughs> they're really thing. glad they're doing this yeah well I mean I think there is like uh, you know it does talk about this abundant joy even in the midst of kind of this poverty or this affliction that they're going through and I think that in my experience, anyways, I mean, that is what I find. It's like when I can, like, let go of stuff and be 
kind of open and generous, not just with money, but that's definitely a big one, but like mm-hmm. in, in other things, I mean, life is better. Yeah. It doesn't always fix everything, but it certainly changes your perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and just to consider that, you know, their their ability to support, you know, in, in whatever, according to their means, whatever that means, is a privilege. Mm-hmm. And they were begging earnestly for the privilege of sharing. Yeah. And we rarely probably pass the offering plate you know, buy at the pew, in the pew and say, oh, what a privilege, what a privilege to put money in this plate. (laughs) Um, But in some ways, in some ways it is, it is like kind of a huge honor. Like look what we get to support when we work together in contributing toward this mission and ministry that, that we all, I think, really like believe in, in profound Mm -hmm. ways and want to see continue and thrive. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like you said in your sermon last week, you know, talking about kind of your oh, why. You were I was I was listening. <laughs> I heard my name, so I figured I should pay attention. But <laughs> we like, you know, what is your why? Like, yeah. you know, we don't give specifically to, you know, the specifics per se, but we give to like the to God as a spiritual mm-hmm. act and to support the ministry that we all care about and the, the work that God is doing. Um, I think that's super i might just steal your sermon and give it again this week go for it and mix it with christ the king sunday but uh, (laughs) yeah but um yeah i i don't know what any any other phrases or things jump out in here for any of you i like how um the author if it's paul or or one of his uh people in verse seven is like buttering them up a little bit yeah now you guys are so great (laughs) you excel in everything in Mm -hmm. faith in speech in knowledge in eagerness and in love so like (laughs) let's just make sure that you're excelling in this department of of generosity as well generous undertaking uh yeah I mean, yeah. I just thought, gosh, fundraising has maybe not changed so much in, in all of these <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah, that is kind of true. You know, I mean, and I think there's a fine balance. You know, they just talk about their poverty and stuff here. And mm-hmm. I, I think we do need to, you know, be mindful of the fact that we need to, like, take care of ourselves and our family right. and not be giving to the extent that we're, like, causing harm right. <laughs> in that way. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I think we can all agree that a lot of us probably could do more. And I'm not just talking about specifically giving to the church per se, but like, mm-hmm. you know, we could cut back on some things for the sake of, you know, other people and yeah. the things mm-hmm. we care about. And I mean, I think that's okay to say and to acknowledge. And that's kind of just what a part of the journey of faith is about is discerning and changing mm-hmm. and realizing things. Um, but yeah. yeah, that certainly takes some, some wisdom and yeah. divine guidance to know like, how much is enough? Mm-hmm. Um, where where kind of is that that line where we start to, you know, maybe harm others in keeping for ourselves, or certainly not, you know, help them thrive by not sharing. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, it, but it's just hard. Yeah, it is. Well, I think he's, like you said in in your sermon again. I give it's kind of it's a <laughs> spiritual thing. It's part yeah. of our spiritual walk to mm-hmm. to live generously and to steward the money that we have and the resources we have and. Um, what is right for you today might not be right for you tomorrow, and what's right for you today may not be right for me today. And you know, I mean, mm-hmm. like, uh, so it, it is. It's a lot of discernment and conversation and prayer and learning and growing and and all those things. And um, I think when we do begin to discover generosity, though, joy is not far behind usually. So, absolutely. But, um, well, uh, any closing thoughts for our time together here? 
Oh. Oh. Fill out those pledge cards, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, we're about half, a third of the way to our goal, give or take. And so um, get those filled out or go online and fill out the Google form. So anyways, we look forward to uh, talking with you all again soon. For Melissa, Pastor Brandy, and myself, thanks for joining us today for Wandering in the Word. And we'll talk to you all again soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for another Wandering in the Word podcast here at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota. 